So what is a migraine? So it, it, I'm glad you asked this. So I actually had something happen uh, last week where I was going to talk to some med students about migraines. And I thought to myself, you know what, I'm going to pull up a uh, PowerPoint. I, I got a neurologist friend. And so uh, I asked him, hey, can you send me over a slide deck so I can talk to these guys about migraines and headaches and, and that kind of stuff. He sent it on over. And uh, there's about 500 slides. And I thought, well, surely some of these are repeats. They, they, they were not. Uh, it was a whole week of, uh, of, of uh, you know, slides talking just about headaches and I, and I contacted them and I said hey you know uh, I don't actually need all of these things let's just talk about about you know about headaches you know I don't need to talk about tension headaches I don't need to talk about cluster headaches I don't need to talk about any of these other kind of headaches and he goes oh no no, no those are each their own separate 500 slide decks you know 500 PowerPoint so the headaches there are textbooks, there are, there are fellowships, people spend years learning about headaches. That is way beyond the scope of this. So we're not really gonna talk about, uh, about the pathophysiology and how these headaches come about. We're gonna talk about a couple simple ones. We're gonna talk about cluster headaches, we're gonna talk about tension headaches, we're gonna talk about migraines, okay? Those seem to be the most common on out there. Uh, we're not really gonna talk about how they happen or anything like that. We're gonna talk about what the VA, what the VA cares about and what makes them a disability. So first of all, tension headaches. Most of you guys have had them. It seems like you know you get a headache in the back of your the back of your head. It's usually caused by stress, caused by something you know, a little dehydration, you know, not getting enough caffeine, some of those other things like that. You get kind of a headache. Personally, I get them when my wife talks all that. So. <laughs> exactly. We've all had tension headaches. So I've got my kids here, and so I, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Cluster headaches. Cluster headaches are, are really a, a unique kind of headache. They're incredibly painful. They, they, they usually last for about 30 minutes. They usually happen in males. Uh, cluster headaches, you know, if you've got one, you know what they are. Uh, migraines are one of those other things too. So all, all uh, migraines are headaches, but not all headaches are migraines. So migraines are one of those things. A lot of times people will get this aura. They'll start to get this kind of like visual disturbance before they get the, these headaches. They're usually very sensitive to sound and to light and smells, those kind of things like that. Um, they can cause vomiting, nausea. They can cause different things. Whenever you see it on, on TV, if you're not one of these people who has migraines, whenever you see somebody on TV and they're like sitting in a dark room with the shades drawn, on and they're curled up in a fetal position, that's a migraine usually. And so um, we don't diagnose. That's one of the things that we do as medical examiners. We don't diagnose. We do in our own private practice. We do when we're outside of the you know disability scope. But we don't we don't diagnose. So when you come to us, you bring us your records and your records will have it diagnosed. And so you'll either be diagnosed with a tension headache with a uh, with a migraine, with a cluster headache, or you'll get some something like a post-traumatic headache, something like that. But but you'll have the diagnosis, you'll come to us. And so we're gonna take it from there because we're not gonna talk about how we diagnose it and all that other stuff. But there's usually two types of treatment for, for headaches. Not, not going into specific medicine classes, but could you tell me just a little bit about like a preventative medication and an abortive medication, just kind of what the, what the strategy is there? Yeah, so uh, like you said, there's two, you know, obviously you can, prevent headaches or you can take an abortive medication to 
treat the headache after you get it. And pretty much everyone at some point in their life has probably taken an abortive medication, right? Ibuprofen, Tylenol when they have a headache, right? Um, one time in Thailand, I thought I was dying uh, and uh, I thought I had a migraine, you know, because uh, I, you know, the night before I might have you know, had a little too much, but I took some ibuprofen. So that's an abortive medication, right? Yeah. Uh, and so that's kind of our, usually our first line, right? NSAIDs like ibuprofen. Um, and then there's other medications along those lines like Imitrex, right? Other things we use for migraines. Um, if you have enough headaches or enough migraines, so you're getting them frequently and you're having to take a lot of abortive medications or missing a lot of time at work, having severe headaches, Headaches, then we'll put you on a prophylactic or preventative medication. There's a whole wide range of them, you know, from injectable medications to pills to even Botox. Yeah, and, that, and that's way beyond the scope of this right here. But, but, but those are the two types of theories behind it. So how do you diagnose it? Somebody thinks that they have headaches. Obviously, you're going to get an MRI or a CT scan, right? First thing, no. So, that, that, so that's the uh, kind of misconception. So how right? do you diagnose headaches? Uh, so patient will come in and tell me they have a headache. Yeah. And so that's the you know important thing. You know, everyone says, oh, I have a headache, right? And it's really important to kind of look at your headache and say, where is it at? You know, what does it feel like? Because not all two headaches are the same, yeah. right? Um, so ask them questions about their headache, you know, what brought it on, how often they're happening, right? And very rarely do patients actually need a CT or an MRI, yeah. right? And that's kind of a misconception too. I think some people think, well, everyone has headaches, right? Yeah. But if you get headaches frequently and having to take medication, it's definitely, you know, for that as a claim. So. Yeah. So when, when I get the, uh, uh, when, when I get their uh, medical records and I, and I get them um, and I, you know, get assigned a patient to talk to them about their disability claim, I'm going to take all the medical records, I'm going to review it all, try to figure out their service treatment records, try to figure out when they first started having migraines. Sometimes people will tell me, hey, I, uh, and you know, uh, I was in Iraq and I got hit in the head and now I've had headaches. And so that's kind of a post-traumatic and so I try to look for that event. Other times people will say, hey, you know, I'm a fueler, I was exposed to fumes and now I, I got headaches. And so we'll try to look for a link. We'll try to see what was going on, try to see if they were treated while they were on, on, uh, on the military or if they weren't treated in the military, see if there was something that happened on the military service that caused it. I interview the veteran, say, hey, why don't you tell me a little bit about your headache? Where, where's it at? Left, right, is on both sides. You know, does it keep you from going to work? I do, you know, a full history and do an interview, and then I write a medical opinion. The VA will ask me a very specific question uh, about the headache. A lot of times what they'll say is, uh, does a veteran have service treatment records that reflect that he had migraines while on active duty or she had migraines? And so that's an easy question. It's either kind of a yes or a no, and we kind of write that. Or they'll say, does one of their other claims, one of their other things like their back pain, does their allergies, does their obstructive sleep apnea, does something else, did it cause their headache? And so those are a little bit harder, and, and that's kind of what we do as medical examiners. We, we try to figure out, we, we look at the medical uh, literature out there, try to find a cause, and try to find a link, and we determine whether or not we think that the military caused that, that headache. So, um, you know, when, when you get these things, uh, has anything kind of surprised you, like, like with these claims, um, what, what usually does the person have to have in their record for you to, for you to try to service connect these headaches? Generally speaking, uh, headaches are, they at some point in time, if they were seen for a headache, and I can link it to another condition, right? Because allergies, like yeah. you said, is, is super common, right? So um, in general, at some point in time, everyone's seen for a headache, right? Yeah. So as long as I can find some sort of record of a headache, and if I'm trying to make a service connected, tie it to something, right? Yeah. And it's usually fairly easy, right? Yeah. Um, and what, what kind of things do you normally see tied to headaches? Allergies is very common, like you said, uh, yeah. post-traumatic or head injury, uh, TBIs, yeah. 
Um, hypertension is one you don't yeah. really think about, um, or P even PTSD, you know, uh, psychiatric or mental health uh, disorders. Those are some big ones. Um, yeah. What else? Well, so for me, uh, I, I get headaches sometimes when I get tinnitus, tinnitus. And so that's another thing too, um, you know, hearing damage, hearing problems can cause headaches as well. And so, so we, we get that. The, the important thing to remember though is, is that uh, while you might have had a headache while you were on active duty at some point in time, there's a little bit of a difference between like an acute headache where, hey, because everybody gets them, you know, you get dehydrated or, or you know, you, you exercise a little too hard or, or something happens and then having these chronic headaches and stuff like that. And so what, what will happen is I, I usually try to look for an event and I try to see is it reasonable? You know, does the guy have hypertension? Does the guy have something like that? And, and, uh, and then if, you know, if, if the if you know the sailor or the airman or the soldier has something inside the record that, that I can tie it to, I'm usually, you know, headaches are one of those things that I don't need you to prove to me that you've got a headache. I don't need I don't I don't need somebody to come in there. I don't need somebody crying in the middle of a migraine at that time. Take your medication. It's all history. I I, I know we've all had headaches, and, and I, I trust you. And I think most medical examiners are like that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's not hard to to you know to. Uh, to connect those headaches and stuff there, especially if something was to happen while you were on there. And so sometimes though, we haven't really talked about this before, but um, sometimes I have to deny claims and th there's nothing that I can do about it. Sometimes the VA will ask a very specific question and I can't do anything about it. Sometimes they'll ask something like, you know, they're service connected for asthma because they have asthma. And then they'll say something like, does the veterans migraines, are they secondary to their asthma? Well, I mean, I, I can try to walk the dog and I can try to bring, you know, try, try to bring those two conditions in. But sometimes the VA just asks the bad question because the claim is, is filed poorly. And, and I have to say, no, the two conditions are not the same. You have asthma, you have headaches. I know you have both, but they're asking, is the headache secondary to that? So sometimes, unfortunately, the question just comes up and we have to deny it. Yeah, I think it's an important thing too. I usually always ask veterans, do you know why you're here? And majority of the time it's, uh, they told me to come here. Yeah. Uh, and so they don't know the question, you know, uh, like you said, for example, the, if, it was if the file was claimed as, are the are asthma triggering your headaches, right? Or your migraines? You know, I could do seven, you know, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon there yeah. and try my best, but, you know, and I have to answer the question they ask me, so. Yeah, and, and so I know it's a little bit of a side note, but uh, I'd like to talk to you about one veteran. Um, I'm not going to, you know, use his name or anything like that, but, but one veteran that I talked to, he, uh, he, you know, helicopter crashed, and so it crashed over in Afghanistan, and he had this, this horrible back pain. And um, they, they sent it to me, and the VA asked me, was his back pain related to his service-connected migraines? And I said, well, no, his, his migraine didn't cause his back pain. So I told the veteran, I said, hey, just so you know, they're asking this question. I'm going to have to deny it. And so he went and appealed it. And then the next appeal came back and said, is the guy's, uh, is the guy's tinnitus, is, it, is his back pain secondary to his tinnitus? And I was like, well, well no, that, that doesn't make any sense. I said, you need to go back. They're, they're not asking the right question. So then I got it a third time, and the third time says, did his service time in Afghanistan cause his back injury, which clearly it did. And so at that point in time, we can do it. So, so sometimes we have have to deny claims uh, or you know and it's not our fault it's not the veterans fault it's just a poorly asked question so so that that is that is the migraines uh, we trust you that you do have migraines uh, or headaches we, we know you do but sometimes claims just get denied because the question isn't properly phrased yeah. so that's migraines that's headaches that's cluster headaches that's tension headaches that's all that stuff so um, yeah 
giving me a headache. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now is the point in time where we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have my daughter. We have uh, Lily Wiper. She's gonna come on up here. She's gonna ask us a question so you guys can get to know us just a little bit better. Uh, there is your question. Why don't you pick one out for us? What encouraged you to become a doctor? Ooh, that's a good one. I went first the last two times. You want to be on the spot or you want me to go? Oh, uh, I guess I'll answer that. Um, so my, I kind of always was interested in biology uh, and anatomy and kind of sciences. Um, I was awful at English, you know, I, I don't read or write so good. Um, and I've always, so I always liked sciences. Um, and then my, my grandpa was actually a pilot in uh, World War II. And uh, I kind of always thought that was cool. So that's kind of why I became a flight surgeon. Uh, yeah. But I always liked science and, and medicine and helping people. And so that's kind of why I became a doctor. And then that's why I became a flight surgeon. So Okay. So I always wanted to be a doctor too ever since I was a little kid. Uh, but I, I went into the military as a, uh, as a pilot. And so I was flying uh, reconnaissance airplanes. And uh, my roommate happened to be an ER doc. And so one day I came on over to go talk to him and, and kind of hang out. And I... I kind of knew, I kind of found medicine enjoyable, but he gets on over there and we're just talking and all of a sudden we start hearing these helicopters come on in. These Blackhawks are coming on in and he goes, holy cow, this is, this is a big one. And so he goes, I'm gonna need your help. And so I was like, well, I'm like a pilot, like you don't really want me doing anything. Uh, and so they came on in there and there, there had been an attack and there had been a bunch of Iraqis that had been attacked, the Iraqi army, and then there had been some insurgents and some, some uh, Americans. And so, they bring the Americans on over to one side and, and they're working on it. And then they bring the Iraqis over to another side from the Iraqi army. And then there's one guy who was the actual insurgent who did it. And so um, they just literally didn't have enough people. And so uh, they said, hey, we're going to need some help. Can you go cut this guy's clothes off? Can you start doing this? Can you start an IV? And I was like, well, I don't, I don't know if you want me doing that stuff. And so they kind of walked me through it as they're trying to, to save these lives. And so I'm over there cutting off clothes, you know, getting tourniquets uh, out of the way. Uh, and uh, admittedly, I, uh, I almost passed out uh, about three times, almost threw up all over the place. It was, uh, it was a little bit traumatic for me. Um, and so finally, uh, some guy came over and said, hey, you don't have to be here if you don't want to. And I was like, no, no, I want to help out. And so we did all this stuff. And then eventually they take him on down to go get his leg amputated. And, and the ER doc was like, hey, do you want to go with him? And was, I was like, yeah, heck, I want to go with him. And so they, they have this surgical sawzall that they're cutting this guy's leg off. And I'm holding the leg as he's cutting it off. And finally, uh, Leg comes off. I'm sitting there holding it in my hand, uh, I'm covered in blood, everything like that. And I said, I'm going to med school. I'm done with this. And so uh, that was the last time. I mean, I kept flying for a couple of years. It took me a little while, but that was the day where I was like, I no longer want to be a pilot. I want to be a doctor. So your story's a lot better than mine. So I just gotta say, it sounds like my typical <laughs> Friday night, right? Yeah, exactly. So that's a, that's a little bit more about us. Uh, we, we're, we're the disability doctors. We're, we're trying to put these series on so we can help veterans. That's, that's the whole point. In order to get these uh, um, series on out there and to get, uh, to get more people to watch these and get them made, we need people to uh, click like and subscribe. So uh, do that. Go to the website, the disability doctors. It'll be down there in the link. Um, yeah, email us. You know, any other topics or questions that you have or things you want us to cover, uh, you know, feel free to email us. Yeah, there's lots of topics out there. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll make, a, we'll make a video for every single topic. We'll, yeah. we'll see how that goes. And so some of them are a little bit more high yield. Some of them are a little bit more popular. And so we're going to start with those first. But let us know. Email us and say, hey, I'd like to know more about this. Yeah. So we're the Disability Doctors. And, and thanks for coming, uh, coming along with us as we talked about migraines and headaches. Thanks.